across the aisle Yeah, they're coming to an understanding Even if it takes a while She's liberal, he's conservative But they're best friends You're known out for your Randy Berholtz. And we are definitely excited to be here speaking with you guys today, but it's a little bit different this We're week. from an underground bunker in an unknown location. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we wanted to jump on here and kind of talk about the everything going on with the coronavirus and how it's really been politicized. Holy crap. In addition to kind of how current candidates, um, former President Joe Biden and Senator... Ah, uh, former Vice President Vice President, Joe Biden. I'm sorry. Joe Biden are Is that a Freudian slip? No, I'm just tired and stressed out as all hell. Um, I think anybody with health anxiety like myself has probably been uh, stressed to the max, um, to say the Eric least. doesn't have health anxiety. No, people are stockpiling oh my God. toilet paper. Uh, but yeah, no, it's... I think the way to combat times of um, the unknown and fear and distress is to talk about the facts, what's going on, how it's being handled, and and everything in between. My dad and I do disagree on certain things. You know, he called me up last night being like, did you hear the president's State of the Union? It was such a great speech. I feel so much better. He's taking the measures that we need to stay safe as a country. And then today you wake up and you just talk to Democrats and they're just like, well, yeah, that did nothing to... uh, to, to help me feel That's better. because the truth, I mean, we're going to talk a lot about this, and Harriet and I are going to have very different views today, but, but this... No, but, but, that's but, a shocker. <laughs> but but this, this episode is going to be called The Politics of the Coronavirus. And unfortunately, when we should be backing the president, a lot of people are having their own agendas. Maybe it's an election year, I get it. But you know what? The president is the president of our country. A lot of Democrats couldn't get used to that. Yeah, it's you not know, a dictatorship. We three don't or four years. Well, but uh, you should. You know, we. You know, the Republicans pretty much fell in line with President That's Obama. So we not had eight true. years of President Obama. But, but anyway, you know. But but you know, we are a democracy. Yes. And, not you know, a dictatorship so, or an authoritarian government. So we're going to talk about President Trump's speech. We're going to talk about. Uh, uh, you know, Democratic candidate, uh, uh, former Vice President Joe Biden. We're going to talk about a Democratic candidate uh, and independent uh, Bernie, Sanders. Uh, Bernie Sanders, Senator Bernie Sanders and uh, and uh, AOC. I can never pronounce her, her long list of names, but it's oh OK. Oh, my gosh, that's so not OK to say. Alessandra Ocasio-Ortez. I, I call her AOC. I don't. You know, I mean, you can call her that, but just like, you know, don't be like, well, I don't know how to pronounce all of her many I, names. I just don't. I'll be oh, honest with you. Well, but, that's pathetic. But anyway, that's that's Harriet talking to me right now. So as you can see, the fisticuffs are off. We're this should be a This out. should be a time when our country is uniting. Yeah, it should be. And Trump's call for partisanship lasted a grand total of nine hours, eight of which he was sleeping. So that doesn't even really count. Why don't we hit on the main aspects? So, so guys, stay tuned. Harriet and I, we don't have any guests on to, uh, today. We were going to have one, but but we didn't want to expose that person to uh, to both of us right now because frankly, <laughs> but because frankly, everybody. So so this is Thursday right now. This yeah. is Thursday, March twelfth. Is it twelfth? Yep. So Thursday, March twelfth. The whole country and the world is freaking out, right? the uh, The World Health Organization yesterday came out and said that the coronavirus and, and what's the specific uh, 
number and everything else. It's like a, of what? How many people have been? No, 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 what? no. The uh, coronavirus. COVID nineteen. A COVID nineteen, and so so with COVID nineteen, uh, so uh, one of the one of the issues right now, well, is 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 the uh, World Health Organization came out and called it a pandemic. Well, it is. So so uh, and and the word pandemic means uh, <laughs> essentially means a worldwide health crisis right now. And uh, so we're going to talk about a lot of stuff here. There's going to mm-hmm. be the politics of it. There's going to be medical stuff. But the big thing about this is one, take a deep breath. Two. <sighs> You know, listen to your health authorities to right CDC. now. Three, yeah, the CDC. I, I mean, look, I taught um, comparative uh, biotechnology, life sciences, regulatory, and law in China and the U.S. And you know, uh, one of the things I think we had talked about previously on this show was that you know, some people in different parts of the country don't trust their government. <gasps> wow. But you know, one of the organizations we tend to trust in this country is is, is the Centers for Disease Control in D.C. and in Maryland uh, of the CDC. And, and and frankly, again, if if you take that step back about what is government, government is the we. I mean, government is really meant to help people. And if you can't, if we can't have a government that you can trust for life and death information during a mm-hmm. crisis. Then we probably need to get a different form of government, and and no, and I mean that's exactly why I'm nervous because President Trump's State of the Union address last night had so many errors for which his his staff had to come out and correct over the next four hours. His claim that the health insurers have agreed to waive all co-payments for coronavirus treatments was completely news to the health insurance companies. They basically came out and said, okay, yeah, for testing, not for treatment, but the co-pays are still actually taking place. Um, well, but let's yeah. So we'll, let's we'll take a that. let's but take yeah, a step back. Then, so so first thing, as you all know, uh, uh, the coronavirus, uh, especially this version of it, um, you know, the I think the uh, Chinese health authorities in in Wuhan, China, uh, discovered it in November two thousand nineteen, uh, the, the, but uh, they really didn't announce it to the world until I think January twentieth mm-hmm. or was, something. It was two months uh, of of this year, and then um, a lot of us watched the uh, the events uh, in Wuhan, and we noticed that the Chinese looked like they were getting pretty nervous about it, and yeah. they and they cordoned off Wuhan, and then it seemed like it spread to other parts of China, and, and then South all of us and well, I guess South Korea and then parts of Asia were getting nervous, and yeah. then for some reason it went to Iran. Yes. And then, for some reason, it went to Italy. Mm-hmm. And, and Italy from Italy, just it just expanded exploded. throughout Europe. And then Iran's had terrible problems with it. South Korea's had problems with it. We don't know what's happened in North Korea because, frankly, well, I mean, we're never gonna know. we just don't know. I, I mean, I mean, there was a rumor out there that a president, I guess he calls himself, oh, in North Korea, uh, has the dictator has been shooting people who haven't. I, I don't know if that's true or I mean, not. He but threw his brother-in-law in a pit to have him be eaten by dogs, so I could believe that. I mean, <laughs> what's a so, few dog food? There was a problem, but <laughs> no, but but one of the things we're going to talk a lot about today, you know, is government and types of governments and the real need to have transparency and to be able to have trust in government. Because, you know, I was talking with a woman, uh, a Turkish American woman here at the bank the other day, 
And, and I was saying to her, how are things in Turkey? And she says, we don't know because we can't trust the government. We just don't know. Well, and that's is, terrifying. And isn't that sad? I, I mean, if anybody wants to uh, have the latest information, go to Johns Hopkins Coronavirus. You will have a map. What they do is I, I think they have updates hourly on this one. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally every five minutes you can refresh your browser. Yeah, yeah. and, and crazy. I don't know what the latest what, what the latest number is. You know, So I think it was 140-some thousand cases have been reported throughout the world. I think there are about 4,000 deaths right now, I think. Um, I mean, it changes. And so about 60,000 people are on the other side of the virus that they no longer have symptoms. Mm-hmm. So what it's looking like with the virus is the virus is affecting what? The, 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 the death rates from the virus are what? It differs in each country. Yeah, anywhere from 1% to 4 to 5 or 6% yeah, or something like that, which is, which is pretty bad. I, I, oh, I it's mean, very bad. And so one of the things, you know, so you would take a step back. So, so you know, what is it, what's different about this virus? Well, it's, it's just looking like this virus, you know, stays around on surfaces a lot longer. Yeah. Uh, the actual distance uh, uh, from uh, people to uh, is what they're uh, to people, you know, and and I've seen you know I've seen stuff that says three feet. I've seen stuff that says six feet, and nine then 10 feet. feet. It really, just you don't know. They don't know. That, that, that's the scariest thing. And the about biggest this, one I've, so much unknown. And the biggest one I've seen is says sixteen feet. Even. So. Uh, so yeah. what that would mean is that a person could be across the room. Well, it's 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 transmitted by air by droplets of okay. things like saliva. You know, if you sneeze, if you cough, um, you know, sweat, everything like that. So what's the latest now, though, as far as as you know? So there are a couple things. One, I guess it stays on surfaces for a while. Yeah. Right? How long does it does it normally stay on a surface? No, I know. I've heard I've heard anything from a couple hours to a couple days. That's what I've. I mean, it's changed thus far. I mean, pretty much. um, So basically, coronavirus, the jury's out as to whether or not it's 100% airborne. They're saying airborne transmission is plausible, but the researchers say that the virus can remain airborne up to three hours uh, post-aerosolization. um, so the officials recommend social distancing. So at least being six feet away from, from people. They've looked at spit and how droplets kind of fly around and um, engage you know, with other people and, and stuff like that. But they said uh, surfaces, it can stay on there for up to nine days if it's a cold surface. Yeah, yeah so we have that. And, and then there's also, uh, you know, my understanding is that, uh, is that the virus actually will be killed in certain hot weather right and um so basically they say that obviously if you're in direct sunlight it acts as like a like a uv sterilization kind of in a sense what about rain too i've heard rain also i mean my mother tends to believe that but i I don't think that's been well she's british and they like yeah so So we can't really rely on uh on that for for current information but what you typically find though i mean they're seasonal it's you know there's seasonality for these diseases and you know the flu for example kind of tends to, to dissipate by around May or June. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And it normally starts in November and December and in January. And then it's, you know, because those, those are a lot of times it's colder yeah. in a lot of countries and people are meeting and, and the like. And that's how, you'll, that's how you'll get problems like in January and February. And then once you get, once you get March and April, it's just chaos. And, oh, then it starts, and then it starts to get better. But a friend was telling me also, though, is what we have to realize in the Northern Hemisphere – that's the way our seasons go, but uh, the seasons are 
are reversed in the southern hemisphere too. So oh yeah, and 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 just so then again, it's also very bad in Australia right now. So. Oh yeah, which is which is interesting, and and that's how Tom Tom Hanks Tom Hanks and, and Rita Wilson. I mean, and his wife had national it. treasure has coronavirus. Their son gave an update today on their symptoms saying that they're not that sick and like they're both recovering just yeah. fine. But what scientists and doctors have come out today and said is that usually it's not until the second week of being sick with the illness that the respiratory issues start. Yeah. So we don't really know exactly where they are in their healing or, or anything along those lines. But I think the scariest part of all of this is the, the unknown. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. And, and, and officials are saying, we don't know in 30 days, this could be very, very different for the better. Or in 30 days, we could literally be turning away people from from hospitals based off of who is the likelihood of living. Yeah, and and let's just talk a little bit about maybe recent history of coronavirus. My understanding is SARS is part of the same sort of grouping of viruses. I'm not sure if bird flu was part of the uh, same. So bird look, was at, uh, there. Well, there's the H1N1. H1N1. And um, you and I were in China. Yeah. When the, when the H1N1, yeah. and and it's really weird, guys. If you haven't been to China or a very crowded country in a in a, you know, at a time of, a time of, a, of an epidemic, you, you get on a plane, if you have a fever, uh, they will test you right there at the airport or they'll test you on a plane. And if you have a fever, they will take you off the plane and quarantine you. But this spreads much, much more easily than any of those other viruses. And that's what people are saying. I mean, the flu, they said if it transmits from one person, maybe one or two other people will get yeah. it if they come in contact with. This is anywhere from four to nine people. So one person is infected will, will also make four to nine other people sick. Isn't that amazing, guys? I, I'm going to say if you look at it, I mean, look, you know, you know, a pandemic means sort of everybody, you know, everybody in the world has to worry about it. And, and that's what's scary about this. And, and if you look at sort of our recent history, I, I can say my mother was older and my, my parents were older. My mother was born in 1917. And so her, you know, she was only a little baby when this happened. But my understanding is it's something called the Spanish flu uh, went through the, uh, the battlefields of Europe and eventually made its way throughout the world. And about 50 million people died from that. And, and I guess from 1917 to 1919. And so older people have some, some experiences with this. Also in the older days, in the 20s and 30s and 40s, if you had measles or if, or if you had chicken pox, you were quarantined. Yeah. And you used to see on people's doors, quarantine, can't go in this, in, into this place. And so if you think about it right now, one of the things that we're seeing a lot of right now, uh, and this is just maybe an, an overview of the role of government and politics w with, with an epidemic or a pandemic right now, is that you know one of the only ways that seems to work to stop something like this or to contain it is the quarantine. And so that's why you're seeing right now people in Wuhan, for example, couldn't leave. Uh, people people in, in the whole country of Italy. I mean, the whole country of Italy. The I, one I thing mean, that my husband and I were talking about today as well is that we are so connected virtually now as a country. You're almost able to spread fear and, and global panic online much more easily now. And it's, it's kind of crazy um, how quickly that kind of stuff can spread. I mean... And things are changing constantly. Just three hours ago in Ohio, a health official estimates there are 100,000 people in the state of Ohio alone who have it. And we will just be, you know, learning about those people in the next two weeks to, to four weeks. They say we don't know the seriousness of this yet in the United States because we're about anywhere from, it's been estimated two to four weeks behind Italy. But people are saying within the next 30 days, we will be dealing with issues like what Italy is. And they did not heed warnings. They were not prepared. South Korea did a phenomenal job being prepared. 
Um, Joe Leventhal, who's been a guest on our show, was, was talking about that earlier today on, on Twitter, which I, I completely agree with. They've done a great job. They're doing mass testing. They're able to get in front of this. We are vastly... I don't have that yeah. kind of ego. I'm yeah, not so, a doctor. Let's just preface this. No, 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 no. Not doctors. We're not doctors. We're not doctors. We're not PhDs. But she wants to at some point. I'd love to. But, but let's talk about the speech President Trump gave last night. Um, your thoughts on it and sure. if you feel like he's abiding by because my father is not as active on social media he is not as up to date with oh I'm always active on social media um, and how Trump kind for of a man of my age online. oh my gosh yes um, but yeah let's talk about that so your opinion last night watching it what did you think oh, was, it, was it last night already yeah oh my god yeah so so uh, my opinion was hurrah for President Trump President Trump is one of the few guys who has the cojones to go out there and to say we're going to shut a border, and and if you're not complying, one of his favorite things to do. Well, but but you know if you think about it, as we prefaced a little bit, how do you contain this? Right now, the U.S. is in the panic stage and it's in the containment stage. China had previously been in that stage, and so it had a couple months to uh, deal with that. Italy, my God, my, my Italian friends out there. From Italy, what the hell were you guys thinking? But we'll talk about we're that a little bit. We're not blaming the Italian people. No, we're not blaming the Italian people. But at the same time, I mean, look, as we talked about, containment is very important. So what did President Trump do previously? You know, he, he made sure that people coming from China and from uh, Iran specifically were quarantined. And, and that's including both people from those countries and, and Americans who were, who were coming from abroad. Plus... He also quarantined people on cruise ships. When are you talking about this? Uh, a couple months ago, I think he actually started. He actually started doing that. So, so with the president, you know, I liked the president's speech last night uh, because I thought the president, uh, you know, you know, I thought the president came out and he said, "Hey, look, you know, Europe, if you can't control your own borders and the like, you know, we're going to have an issue here," you know. The President Trump is claiming that a lot of the cases in the U.S. actually came from either Americans returning from Europe or from mm -hmm. Europeans or from other people coming in from Europe. That's why as of 12 o'clock on tomorrow night, Friday night, he is uh, uh, suspending all flights from Europe, except from the U.K. No, so the, the ban isn't going to affect residents that live in the United States, just so you know. You know that, right? Well, that's on this one. I, no, no, I, no, but this is the truth. I have not... Well, no, 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 but I'm saying... Harriet and I have a question with the no, no, truth no, sometimes. No, 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 the, the ban does not affect people that live in the U.S. that are permanent residents or their immediate family. What they will have to do at the airport is undergo testing to ensure that they are not having a fever or actually sick. And you can go and review this in your own time. That's fine. I'm just telling you truth. what the president said. Yes, you, but the president was what the president wrong. was saying. And they had to go tweet out Homeland Security soon after. This does not apply to American citizens or legal permanent residents or their families. Why don't we do this? I will say what the president said, okay. and then you and can I'll do say that. What actually, is going on? Well, per so, usual. so, but, but, <laughs> it's a good thing we don't have opposite views on this one, and so, but anyway, so, I think the president. But you talk about trusting our government. We can't even trust the validity of what well, our president is saying to well, us. Well, well, I mean, look, ugh. you know, the the president has he's in he's the he's the chief executive officer of the country essentially mm -hmm. and so he has both the bully pulpit where he <laughs> comes you like that bully pulpit bully pulpit <laughs> uh and i'm surprised i could say that <laughs> but uh so so he is the one who speaks for us but at the same time you know this is not a this is not an easy job i, I mean i mean <laughs> this is a tough i mean i mean come on you're donald trump 
You're president of your country. The standard of perfection that the Republicans held Obama to while he was in office, the stuff that you guys got Believe on me, he was never even close to perfection. He wasn't even 5% close. And President not even, I mean, on planet Earth. But, but you, okay, continue. but you ask me, but you yes, ask me. I did. Okay, here's my view. My view, though, the president came out and he said there was a travel ban for Europe except for the UK. And, and he also mentioned other initiatives he, he, you know, he, was, he was either putting forth or he had already uh, got entities to, uh, to agree to, such as waiving, uh, I guess, waiving uh, co-pays and the like, uh, insurance companies and the like on testing. You know, he, he came out and he said that the, uh, that the federal government had approved $8.3 billion for, the, uh, uh, for testing and for uh, other type of crook a coronavirus um, uh, Treatment. treatments in that. And then he, he also made a recommendation that that Congress approve $50 billion in, in emergency funding for uh, companies and, and for individuals who are having to stay home and, and who, may be, who may be hurt by this, uh, by this issue. Let us also say, though, too, at the same time we have this going on, mm -hmm. We have the stock market going up, going down, going it's up, going and going down. down. Well, yeah. you know, it went up, it went down, then it went up the a couple of days, then it just it, it went down. Yeah, because shit's hit the fan now. But let's talk about. Well, the no, 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 no. Okay, we're going there. Okay, no, no, no. Wait, wait, go ahead. I just want to explain though. Yeah. So, so to, uh, today the uh, stock market went down its biggest decline since 1987. If anybody can remember 1987, I was in law school. 1987, first year in law school, I had no money. I didn't really know the uh, the extent of it. All I saw was my rich classmates coming in, going, "Oh my God, this is bad!" And I'm like, <laughs> "Hey, I don't have any money, so what do I care?" Right. <laughs> so, but anyway, it's poor before, I'll be poor after. I'll be poor after. <laughs> so, so, but you had that. Plus, this week you had the the Saudis and the Russians, you know, having a battle on oil. So the price of oil came down, and so the markets are very jittery. So. If you imagine, you put that into the marketplace plus a pandemic mm -hmm. where everything is closing down, yeah. where people aren't getting on flights, where people are not meeting. Uh, no. Uh, today, for example, in California, Governor Gavin Newsom uh, uh, put a ban on uh, um, parties of over, not parties necessarily, but like gatherings of over 250 people are no longer allowed to, to get together. And then together. Governor Cuomo in, uh, in New York act actually banned meetings of uh, over 500. I'm not sure I mean, what the difference would be. Stagecoach has been canceled, the big music festival, which my husband and I are supposed to be going to, which obviously means nothing. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying that Coachella, the music festival, a bunch of other public gatherings, even though they, they were outside. The NBA season? The NHL. The, the NHL season, uh, the uh, NCAA basketball, a lot of college sports. MLB just came out. Yeah, Major League Baseball came March out. March Madness is done. Broadway came out, and, and, and the, Broadway um, will, will be shutting down for well, a while. Broadway, two of the ushers for Broadway shows tested positive, but the guy who is the head coach for Arsenal just tested positive wow. for coronavirus. So, And my husband and I were talking about this, and the reason why it's such a, a big deal is because if you actually look at how all of these teams interact with one another— and the frequency, especially with NBA, of the games that they play. Oh, yeah. They are, I mean, at the end of the game, I don't know if they actually do this in the NBA, but I'm assuming they do because I did it in second game basketball. I mean, good game, good game, good oh, game, yeah, good game. Yeah. And then if one person was mean to you, you know, that the guard did you a little too heavy, you would just move your hand away yeah, and keep I, going, you know? I don't know how you guys are, you know, you know, but, you know, and I'll get back to the president's speech in a second, I promise, on this one. <laughs> but, you know, but, but, you know, people are freaked and people are out there. People won't shake your hand right now. I don't want to shake anybody's oh, shake hand. hand. I don't want to give anybody a big hug. I'm sitting six feet away from me right now. I know, <laughs> and she's 
Yeah, my daughter. I'm behind a there plexiglass you know. now. No, but uh, and uh, and her her husband Paul. I wasn't gonna shake his hand. No, he didn't. He I was gonna give, give him like an elbow. Howie Mandel fist bump. You know. I didn't even give him that. You know. But you know, but it's it's interesting how guys, you know. We have to stay calm with this, you know, and and <laughs> my, my dad and I say as we've both been panicking. For I know four we're panicking days. for a for get the toilet paper, but 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 you know why? What? Why toilet paper? This this virus does not make you shit yourself to death. That's Harriet not language. Come on, with our with our listeners. No, it's true. I, I mean, and also too, one thing I want to say, please, PSA, please, guys, don't go and just grab all of the food off of the shelves. Think about, and I know, and this is the thing that I What's keep PSA saying. Mean? What does that mean? Public service announcement. Oh, okay. Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't know. I thought that was a new branch of the government no! with the TSA and the oh my PSA. Gosh. All right. So you're gonna, the public service announcement is that all these young people, you know, like myself, that are relatively young, knock on wood, relatively healthy, um, are saying things like, "Well, I'm not worried. I'm going to keep living life as usual. Stop being assholes. Stop killing other people because you think that you're okay. You can carry the virus and be asymptomatic and not even know that you're a carrier and pass it on to people out in public who have compromised immune systems." like my little sister, you know, or, or older communities, people with respiratory illnesses, people undergoing chemo, people with diabetes, all of these people who, who are at risk of dying from this or getting gravely ill, stop quarantine yourselves. Don't be so selfish. If, and think of other people. The one way that I've seen other people really cope with this panic is to turn it into helping, turn it into action. Think about it. Do you live in an area in which you maybe have some elderly neighbors who won't be able to make it to the store to stock up on things for a possible, most likely a quarantine that's going to happen? Can you, you know, help people with, who, you know, by buying some extra hand sanitizer, giving it to your neighbors, buying some extra soap, giving it to your neighbors, doing things to help the community and help to relieve this tension. If you, if you're a comedian, do anything. People need distraction right now. In addition to, to action, people need to be laughing. That's honestly what's going to get us through this. And Watch I just, 30 Rock. Yes, be courteous, be smart, be calm to a certain extent, but understand this is serious. Do not be selfish. And I'm talking to my fellow millennials, and I know we're a great generation, but I'm seeing too many people saying, oh, you know, prices of flights have never been cheaper. I'm going to go to Europe. You know, you just, just be smart and be courteous. People thinking yesterday this wasn't a big deal. President Trump two days ago, you know, trying to say this was the Democrats trying to politicize this whole thing. And his son saying, you know, oh, the Democrats are doing this to take him down. It's a, it's a great hoax. It's not. It's obviously not. And I think that's evidenced now. So, yeah, so take this seriously. Yeah, so I'm sorry. It's on me here. Let, let me go back then and just uh, uh, finalize uh, what the president did. So look. You're president of the United States and something like this happens, you have to be calm, you have to be forceful. And just so you all uh, understand, you know, I, I, I'm an attorney by, you know, by training, I do a bunch of political law stuff too. No training, just decided one day, I'm gonna be an attorney today. I'm gonna go to law school. <laughs> so, but, but, you know, what you have to understand is that the, uh, the, the, head, the, the head executive uh, uh, you know, for any country and, and the executives in a state or a county in that, they have emergency laws right now, emergency powers. And the truth of the matter is emergency powers for a nation that is going through an emergency and a pandemic is an emergency. It is something that we have to stop now. So you just have to understand their law trumps, trumps everything right now. So I know some, some people have said, well, what about our church or what about our political rallies or what about our free speech? The government can't take those away. Yes, it can. What and you, do you mean? What are you trying to? What okay, are you so for example, yeah, uh, uh, some people who, who 
you know, who are more active churchgoers than myself, are saying, Which would hey, be anybody who goes to church. <laughs> are saying, hey, look, uh, freedom of religion, you know, should allow us to practice, even if we have more than 250 people or more than 500 people. Can you practice at home? God's well, 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 it's very true. But, but the answer is, no, you can't. The true answer is, in a state of emergency, the governments, and it's going to be the federal government, the state government, or the local government, their emergency powers will trump everything. So you have to understand that. Don't fight this one and be stupid or get a lawyer because you're going to lose on this issue. Do what the government says. You know, one of the best ways to do this is to quarantine. If you, if you have to self-quarantine, do it. Go to a place, get enough food in, get enough toilet paper, paper towels, <laughs> have, books, paper. have books or connect to social media, and just be away from people. The number my dad would say, make sure you're tweetering. <laughs> the number one thing you can do right now is to do what the, you know, what the authorities say, go away from people, take care of your own people right now. And as Harrod said, look, if you have you know, older people or people with immune, you know, parents, with, grandparents over 60, with compromised immune homes. systems, take care of them. This is the number one test for all of us right now as citizens, as people, as human beings right now. Just really don't panic, be calm, but really, and you be know, smart. be smart right now. It, it, you know, and, and there are some people, and I'm, I'll be honest out there, Harriet, there are some people who are going to try to take advantage of the situation. Oh, it's called war profiteering. Just I mean, remember those people when this is all, all said and done. Remember what those people have done. People trying to sell you hand sanitizer for $356. I'm talking to you, Karen, on a Magento, the app where I was attempting to look to see if hand sanitizer was being sold. Coronavirus karma is going to get you, bitch. Yeah, yeah. So, so look, overall, the president's speech, I thought it was forceful. You know, I thought he had to say what he had to say. Now, th I'll say one one thing that probably got people irked, and 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 look, facts are facts, and and you know, I can't, you know, if something sounds good, it sounds good. If somebody says that they've done something, you know, I'm gonna take them at the word. But you know, uh, secondly though is, you know, look, the truth of this is, is this a America versus the world type of thing? I understand what the president says, and I am a supporter of the president as to he has to take care of his people. Every country needs to take care of their people. And the problem is if some countries are lax, they put us all in jeopardy. I think in his view, Italy and maybe some European countries, because maybe they, you know, because they're not islands like the UK or the like. I mean, I mean you know, they're countries that have open borders. And maybe that's something that the EU has to think about later you know, do you, how do you shut a border to, you know, you know, it's almost like a ship. How do you, you know, if a ship is sinking, how do you, you know, how do you contain that water coming in in certain sections of the ship? But if you have an open border, you got to take care of your country. President Trump, I, I think he loves America. You know, I think he sometimes maybe says it at the expense of our allies and the like. But, you know, overall, I think the president did, did a good job. So now we can have Harriet's democratic response or Harriet's response. I, but that's the thing. I don't want it to be a democratic response or a Republican response. It just needs to be the response that's accurate and what's going to help the public to the best ability. And having President Trump, who I definitely think has made some smart decisions in his presidency as well as some very dumb ones, 
you know, the fact that he couldn't even get things right and was just reading emotionless on a teleprompter. What would you have done differently? So, so let's say you were there. I would have had somebody there who was fact-checking everything that he was saying. I understand this stuff is rapidly, it's a rapidly developing story, but to get it wrong and say things about how trade and cargo was going to also be banned, and I think his direct quote was... I think he said it wasn't going to be bad. No, no, no. He I, said, I think he said cargo was not. prohibitions will not only apply to the tremendous amount of trading cargo, but various other things as we get approval. No, no, no. His direct well, statement from his, uh, his speech. I thought he said something. But that's I heard that's something. He I heard that trading cargo was not going to be affected. No, but, but, but that's the direct quote. And so Trump then walked back on his own claim, not even an hour later, saying, please remember, trade will in no way be affected by the 30-day restriction on travel from Europe. The restriction I thought it's just stopping people. people. That's how I heard it. But. Okay, but... That's not what he said. So no, I'm but, saying that's, but, that's a factual issue. Why don't we do this a second, yeah. Harriet? So, and maybe this is the way to do it. So, I don't want to. I don't want to ask you to give what, what you think he should have said, but but maybe you can. Like, what would your speech have been though? And and look, being factually correct, I agree. I agree. I mean, you got to be factually lawyer. correct. It no, matters. No, I, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it does. But but but, what would your speech be then? My if you were going to be his speech writer. My speech would come from a very Reagan, Kennedy, Obama approach to things. George Bush 9-11. You remember how calm he was on 9-11? How he made us all just feel like everything was going to be okay? I didn't get that from President Trump last night. I didn't get that warmth. I didn't get that empathy. I didn't get that we're all going to be okay, America. And that's what I got from President Obama in times of crises. And I wasn't even a, a, a Democrat when he was uh, in office the first three years. I was still very much a Republican. Um, but I still really appreciated him. And, and I just didn't get that from President Trump. And I think the the way that he got things wrong, the way that he tried to – and I get it. You want to say things that are going to you know make people feel good and, and give them reassurance. But you can't do it if it's not true. And saying they're going to waive all co-pays on not only testing but also treatment. I mean, the major representative for uh, the health is it the health insurance? There's a union came out and just said no. The major insurance lobby H, uh, AHIP said yes, this is true for testing, but not for treatment. They will not be waiving all co-pays for treatments. And that's not what he said. He said he directly spoke with somebody, and they will be waiving everything. So and number that's not one. True. Number one is being factually correct. No, 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 yes. no, 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 no. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Number one is is having the having the having the cojones, like you said, yeah. to say what's actually going on and not what he thinks will sound the best. Okay. So secondly, then is to have to give us some reassurance that it's going to be okay. Give us some reassurance. I, I know he tried in a sense, but he just hey, just can't remember he help is Donald himself. Trump. But but he's our president, and you said that, and that is a position. It is so highly esteemed and it's meant to be respected. And I just, pardon my language, I feel like he's shitting all over it. And maybe that's why people need so many toilet paper to stockpile. But Trump calling, you know, for a stop on the partisanship and the political divide that's going on in this country, I mean, that ended literally nine hours after he said it, when he attacked uh, Chuck Schumer on Twitter immediately afterwards at 6.15 in the morning, attacked Nancy Pelosi. Not immediately afterwards, eight eight hours afterwards, right? Nine hours, eight of which he was sleeping. So within an hour of waking up, he was just ready to go again. And I think you even told me multiple people check his tweets before it's they are sent out. It's supposed to be nine people check his so tweets. So those people need to be fired. And I know he has no problem firing people. We've seen it time and time again. You're out of here. I mean, Tiffany's been fired the last five years. <laughs> Where is Tiffany? Doesn't even get a birthday Bring card. Her Where back. are you, Tiffany? Are you okay? 
Um, but I mean, the guy has chosen himself to politicize the virus. He hasn't okay, reached out so, to Democrats. No, no, one thing okay, I would have okay, said okay, too. I would have not. I, I know it's the State of the Union from the presidential side. Do you know what would have been great? Well, it's not State of the Union. Or it's a speech to America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. what I would have done is I would have brought a Democrat up there with him to also address the nation. I would have shown. That's probably not a I bad am idea. Coming together. If him and Obama sat down and they showed, you know well, what? Obama's not. No, I know he's not in office anymore, but we all really love him and miss him deeply. You know, he would make me feel better. I'm just saying. You know, if if some if it doesn't his voice. He has a voice. It's oh, all it's gonna so be soothing. okay. He could read me anything. Everything's gonna like, be just okay. Don't stop talking. It's all gonna be okay. You know, okay. I mean, I just oh, I miss you, Obama. But anyway, um, basically, if President Trump would have shown that he's making an effort to 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 make this, you know, uh, uh, not a partisan issue, if he would have shown himself talking to a Democrat, saying, you know, we are all working together. This virus is bigger than politics. So what if President Trump? Look, I I don't disagree on something. So so if it's not you know, but but you know, I mean, he called the virus at one of his rallies three days ago a democratic hoax. He later had to clarify the next day. Oh, I didn't mean. Uh, I meant the hoax in terms of their criticism of me mishandling the virus. I didn't actually mean that the virus itself was a hoax orchestrated by the Democrats. He then blamed former President Obama for the slow spread of testing kits and their availability, citing something that also turned out to not be true. The tweet was later deleted. Okay, so... so Once again, facts. Well, no, no, no. So third point is factually correct. That right? was the first point. Well, no, so, so okay, factually correct. Uh, warmth. Yes. Empathy. Was it, was it? I mean, okay, so that's two. and then so also else? showing that he's actually willing to work with Democrats to show this issue is bigger than Republican versus Democrat. And one of the things, too, I mean, um, President Trump announced earlier this week that he would be meeting with congressional leaders to discuss kind of the economic response to the virus. But he meant he was going to be meeting with Republican congressional leaders. The mm. Democrats weren't invited. And I think that's crap because this is not a, this virus doesn't give a crap if you're white, black, brown, purple, orange, Democrat, Republican, libertarian. It's a it's an everybody issue. So if you had to do it again and and so, you know, if, if you had to do it over, I mean, look, here's one of the problems with with the presidency is that. The presidency has to exude authority, right? Yeah. And so that's, you know, most presidents have had that sit down. It's it's called the, you know, I would call it a fireside, fireside chat. chat. It's no, not, I, I it's not really it a fireside. So cozy. It's not really a fireside <laughs> chat. It's really, hey, look, this is, you know, you know this is an emergency speech. You know, I just want to tell you it's going to be okay. Yeah. Here's what we're going to do. You know, we're in this together, uh, you, know, you, know, you know, George Bush on 9-11. Yeah. We are working with the Democrats and with the independents on this at, at all levels of the government. Uh, we're, we're also working with the, with industry leaders. I have uh, I have consulted I have consulted with my international uh, allies. We are putting uh, in place uh, a quarantine in Europe. We have the approval of the European Union on this one. Um, we are keeping the uh, the UK you know, the flight still coming. Uh, because the uh, UK uh, has instituted, you know, uh, they're an island, plus, uh, plus they've instituted uh, protective measures. Everything. You know, we want to thank the world's leaders and the WHO on this one. You know, America, it's going to be okay. Yeah. You know, but, but you know, it's probably going to be, it's probably going to get worse until it exactly. gets better. And he didn't really say that. He, he, I mean, it almost felt, I mean, literally two days before he did the speech, he was downplaying it saying it's all going to blow over in a couple of days. And to have that level of just being out of touch with reality, 
it's just crazy to well, me. Let me ask you a point then. Okay, so so we've heard from the president who's the, the executive. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? So we have a Surgeon General. Yeah. I think it was, a, it was a Anthony. Who we can't trust. Fauci, we or? can't trust. He literally went on record last week saying, uh, how old is he? 30, 40? He's, he's relatively no, young. No, I thought this is the guy no, with... the Surgeon uh, General, right? Is that the guy? I thought, yeah, he's an African-American this, man. This is the head of the CDC. I think this says somebody else. About? Well, you know... Was it, His name's uh, Jerome Adams. No, no, no. I'm, I'm thinking of, uh, was it Anthony Fauci? Oh, you're thinking of, wait, hold on. Jer- so Jerome Adams is the Surgeon General of the United States. Who are you talking about? Anthony, F-A-U-C-C-I. I thought he is the, uh, I don't know if he's part of the response team or. An and I'm sorry, guys, we should know this. No, no, no. He's uh, Anthony Fauci? No, he is, he actually plays a role in the government right now. Oh, right there. Right there. He's the director of the National Institute of yeah. Allergy and Infectious Disease. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. so and that's one of the the groups that uh, that actually has the CDC under them. Yeah. And so, so no, no. So, so I, I mean, look, you know, uh, one of the things here is that we need to trust our government leaders, right? And and so you need to be able to trust our government leaders. And so your leaders. your point on uh, on that is that hey, look, there there needs to be an organized response on this one. This, uh, the federal government needs to work with the state governments. The state governments need to work with the local and governments. Donald Trump, President Trump, need to be talking with Democratic leaders. I mean, after his address last night, Nancy Pelosi, um, House Speaker, and, and Chuck Schumer released a joint statement urging President Trump and Republicans to su- uh, support a bill that would include free coronavirus testing, which is definitely needed because right now people are looking at paying $3,500 to $7,500 to get a test kit and to have it done, and that's with insurance. In addition to that, they're basically uh, insurance companies are making people prove that they had direct contact with um, with a person who who was diagnosed with it, and they're asking for paid leave for workers. And my dad and I will talk about this, but it's literally coming down to people, you know, having to make the decision: okay, I'm sick, but I have to pay my rent, so I need to go to work, or do I stay home? And you know, you have to pay your rent, you have to pay bills, especially if you have children. So people are going to work sick. So uh, Pelosi and Schumer are saying we need paid leave for workers. Starbucks announced that today, which is amazing. Initially, it was 12 or 14 days of paid leave. Now they're saying 26 if needed. And that's not including your vacation days or anything like that. They're asking for a boost in unemployment insurance and also other measures. Um, so what they're asking for, let, let me see, see if I have this right. And that's so, different to what AOC is asking, by yeah, the way. Yeah, so, so and, and I'm sorry, so, you know, you know so... Your understanding is from uh, Speaker Pelosi and it's a support bill and Chuck Schumer. And I guess uh, what do you call him? Uh, Chuck, Chuck. Uh, I guess Majority Leader Schumer. Then uh, uh, is is that they they believe that there are some other as there are some other uh, legislative issues that need to be that need to be part of the emergency bill. Oh right yeah, now. and then the Republicans came back saying that they're just trying to push their. Uh, their political interests through right now. Well, and I but, don't see how free testing and then paid leave for workers so well, that they don't come to work sick who are making your food and then infect well, a ton of other people. I think what AOC said like, was was going beyond. She, oh, well, that's different. Uh, she that's wanted, no, no, different. no, but I, I just so we established okay, she what was, the, so she, was asking, uh, she was saying about um, free Medicare and everything else, which would... But I think you she know. was talking about that in terms of you know needing yeah. uh, testing Medicare for all, and then she wants a universal basic income. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I think one of the problems here, and hey, look, so you know, if you look at this, so we have the president giving a speech where he has to be very firm, mm-hmm. he has to give accurate information, and he has to pretty much calm the country so the com- so the country I'm doesn't. I'm not calm. 
So. Well, no, no, no. Look, I, I, I mean, to be honest with yeah. you, it didn't calm the markets. The didn't calm of the next day. So well, Trump, you know why he, President Trump, you know why he's doing this though, right? Because he doesn't want people to be able to say under Trump the stock market tanked. Well, well, I, I mean, under any president. But, oh but, no, no, no. But I'm, no, I mean, no. So, so, yeah. so you know, so the the second point then is is so, what other measures and and I'm talking, you know. I'm talking as a consumer now, like yeah. you. So what other measures do you think we need to have the government enact right now? Do you think what what, what Speaker Pelosi and what, what Senator Schumer said? Yeah, we're I 100% so. agree with it. I mean, if we don't have free, if people can't afford to get tested, that will greatly undermine our ability to accurately report cases. I guess one of, the, one of the issues too, and my company is involved in this yeah, right like now. I, I mean, I mean, one of the comp, you know, one of the issues now is to get enough test kits. I mean, it's, but how was Seoul so prepared? South Korea was very there. Just prepared. aren't, you know, you know. The, the truth is, there aren't as many Koreans as there are Americans. Yeah. We have a much bigger country, but I don't disagree with you. It on was. This it's one. just they're so prepared, and they've been able to contain it uh, so quickly. I, I, the I organization mean, is just amazing, and now CDC officials are saying we have missed the deadline for people to self quarantine, and now all we can do is hope. To stop the spread. Well, no, 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 no. So people can still sell. No, you still can, but they're saying it will not be as effective as if we would have started doing this six to seven days ago. Well, look, we agree then yeah. that we need more testing. Oh, 100%. And, 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 and President Trump didn't even address that last yeah, night. Yeah, and so we agree we need more testing. We need more tests. Yeah. And, and look, you know, I've done a lot of work in China, and I'm not going to... We are going to criticize China, you know, some way here, but at the same time, though... But not the people of China. No, 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 the no, 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 no. But but one of the things that the Americans have done, and we've done it, it's been our own fault. You know, we are we as a country are so fly by nighters, and we're trying to always save a buck. And I get it. But the problem is, you know, we save this is a. The cheapest man in America talking. By you the you way. got it. <laughs> but the problem is, we forget. We don't understand supply lines and supply chain. I took a whole MBA course. I, you know. MBA, on, not NBA. M- MBA course. <laughs> On supply chain. <laughs> I've been involved in worldwide supply chains from China or from here. And one of the problems is, you know, somebody has pointed out, a couple of people, and a bunch of people are pointing out right now that, that, hey, look, one of the problems is our supply chain. If we depend on China for drugs, that's giving the Chinese government a big say over what we can do. And so that is an issue right now. So, so some senators and congressmen, I, I think in both parties are saying, bring some of this home in case of a national, in case of a, of a national emergency, which, how can you get more of an emergency than a pandemic right now? Bring so, some of what home? Uh, bring, bring the, both the ability to manufacture drugs, oh, okay. bring uh, it to manufacture States, yes. tests here, because well, look, the, yeah, go ahead, things right. are going to happen. And one thing that people are saying too, and I urge you all who take daily medication, um, for example, my, my husband's father takes you know 20 plus heart meds a day. And so I a lot of these medications are made in China. So the supply um, or manufactured in China, the supply is going to be, the supply chain, as my dad said, is going to be affected. So it makes sure you have an extra 30 days supply. I know some stuff are con- uh, controlled substances and you can't get advanced stuff, but hopefully pharma- you know pharmacies and doctors and stuff can make exceptions and allow you to get more medication. Yeah. Because, I mean, gosh, I, look at diabetics with insulin. A lot of that stuff needs to be refrigerated. Like yeah. there's, you know, it, it, it's just so, it's scary. It's well, but, scary. But, but on this point, so, so listeners, the, the, the point we're trying to make on this one is that we have, you got to plan this stuff out ahead of time. Yeah. And, you know, you know, 
the CDC and the like, they need funding. If any, the, the one thing this has taught us, you can't wait to the last minute to get anything no. done. We ha and we have to be cooperative. Unless it's voting because, uh, you know, the people that you vote for might drop out, you know, as the election for Super Tuesday is going on. But anyway, yes. Well, but, 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 but what I think this goes to show more than anything is preparedness. Yeah. You've got to be prepared. All those doomsday preppers are looking at us right now like, told you. You know? you got you got it as a government. So as a government, we want our government to be more prepared. The truth is... Were we the most prepared here? Probably no. not. No, I don't think not. China was that prepared, oh, no. to be honest well, with you. They, they learned so, a lot from the SARS. South Korea, outbreak. I think, was... They were on top you know, of it. And transparency is one great thing, but with transparency, you got to listen to people who are saying, hey, something's coming around the, the corner. President Trump wasn't, and I think that's what's so frustrating, because two days ago, if you heard his speeches and what he was saying, he was trying to say this is not a big deal, and he has now been exposed to coronavirus and is refusing testing, saying, and, he, and people are speculating it's because he wants to say, oh, I'm so young, I'm so virile. President Trump, you got to get President Trump, anybody who is in any position I mean, can the president of stop right quarantine? Now? I mean, I don't even know if this has ever occurred before. Yeah, I, I mean. Him and Mike Pence. Well, look, if, you know, you know, we we have a line of succession in the U in the U.S. So if the president is quarantined, Hillary's ready, guys. Oh my God! Oh, um, she <laughs> you is. Know what you know, said today? she somebody is. Somebody said today. You know what? I'm a Republican, but God, I wish Hillary was in charge right now because shit would be getting done. Hillary does not take no. But you know what, guys? <laughs> I, agree. I mean, God, you know, I'm, I'm not sure I disagree on that. One. <laughs> I, I would hate to have her because she'd make our lives miserable but even you know more what? than they are. She would have been. Doing this stuff, I have such faith I know, in her. I, I don't know, but but hey, so so yeah. so for, for right now, what else do you think needs to be done? So, so I think I want to talk about are gonna the be racial hurt. implications of, oh, of this, and go I think ahead. we should talk about that too. And so I actually on my uh, Facebook page today, because you know everyone's living on social media right now, because we all can't go outside. Hopefully, we don't have a crash of, what? Hopefully, uh, of the systems. Everybody, everybody's <laughs> on this on the systems. I'm very old. <laughs> Bandwidth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My husband made a net zero joke to me today, and I didn't get it. And he's like, I should have married someone a little older. No. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so let's talk about this. So let's talk about why we need to stop saying Chinese coronavirus or Wuhan coronavirus. Why do we have to worry about that, Harriet? Okay. We're suffering a pandemic. Do we really care? Yes. So the I'm throwing her a big softball. is yes. Uh, so GOP lawmakers, including President Trump himself, keep sharing this rhetoric and this phrasing of the Chinese coronavirus. Uh, and the CDC, the, the director, has come out and said it's wrong, vastly inappropriate to use these labels. The virus has now expanded well beyond China, and it's now an everyone issue. It's expanded to Europe, Australia, you know, South America, and the U.S., and, and many other places. And the World Health Organization chose the term COVID-19 to avoid any implications that would cause... Is that right? I didn't yes, know that. Yes, for racism oh, wow. or xenophobia. That. So that. that's why. Because they said, you know what? We've seen... So, and I mean, and you can hear well, this It's like too. Chinese restaurants in the U.S. Oh, my, people so people this, aren't going to Chinese this restaurants. Woman, this poor woman who's... Uh, I, I'm friends with... A, you know, she's one of my online friends. And... Uh, her parents um, and herself live in Australia and they own a Chinese restaurant and they have literally had people come in saying, do you guys have Corona? Not the beer, the virus. And people aren't eating there. Their restaurant literally, it's been empty, she said, for the last six days. And they are losing money left and right. They can't pay staffers. And the amount of just racism that people have experienced. I live in a building How do you with want all people Chinese to, people. How do you want just, people to wreck? You know, okay. 
Let me just so, say what the situation. Yeah. You're in an elevator. Yeah. Two, two Chinese Americans come in with masks on. Yeah. What do you do? That, that's a very cultural thing. I'm just asking. I'm, because even, I'm not making a judgment. No, no, no. I'm not but even, so even when this, and I, you yeah. know, I'm not trying to speak for, for Chinese people. I'm just trying to give you, you know, an understanding. It, it's a very much cultural thing as well, too. People, obviously, China's seen, you know, SARS. They've seen this kind of stuff before. So I know people before this who are, are Chinese American, and uh, they would wear masks just when traveling or in public sometimes because they're worried about stuff like this. And mm. I feel like, you know... <laughs> Stuff's happening right now. But yeah, if two people got in an elevator wearing masks, I would be grateful. I wouldn't be fearful because they're doing it either because they're sick and they're trying to not, not to spread germs or they're trying to maintain their health. It wouldn't scare me. I would probably say, oh, ni hao, wo de uh, you know, wo shi, Harriet, you know, whatever. I guess what you're, I guess what you're, you know, what the point I'm is. hacking and coughing. Well, no, no, no. I don't care what race you are. No. I'm moving away. I mean, look, two points. Yeah. One point is, is, you know, the pandemic and, the, and this flu is going to hit everybody. And who, who cares where, you know, you know, should we care right now where it originated from? Because frankly, we just all have to be safe. And so the, the thing is, yeah, too, that's one point. Oh, right? yeah, 100%. And so three Asian American Democrats in the House and uh, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, along with them, demanded an apology from McCarthy. Um, the word, and that's and, and, and that's Congressman McCarthy uh, from House California. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin um, so I apologize. My dog is very vocal about this issue. Um, this wording has led to increased bullying and racist attacks as a result of a lot of misinformation. A lot of people have been saying things like, "One, France had to issue a public warning saying doing cocaine will not cure this," which is very. I don't upsetting. know where the hell that came from. Um, Wasn't it something about if you drink something? Other people have been saying if you just pour Tito's vodka all over yourself, it's a disinfectant. Was there something that Jim Baker, the the TV evangelist, also came out oh, with, God. and he got in what trouble with the literally? CDC? I have no idea. I think he was saying taking some concoction will. will, will. Okay, well, let's not listen to that. Um, basically, there's a lot of misinformation of saying, oh, if you eat at a Chinese restaurant, you're going to get it. Other people are saying just being around a Chinese person will make you sick. And that's the type of disgusting stuff that needs to stop. Um, the Congressional Asian Pacific American Caucus actually sent a letter to their colleagues in Congress urging them to help them prevent hysteria and ignorant attacks and racist assaults that have been really fueled by this inf uh, misinformation pertaining to the virus. And it urged Congress to share only the confirmed and verifiable info from the CDC or Johns Hopkins and stuff like that. It's sort of, you know, it, it, it's sort of victim blaming. Oh, it really is. And you I know. mean, I, I asked, you know, on social media today to, to have people share what their thoughts were about this. And uh, one of the, a lot of the responses, I mean, almost all of them except for one were people saying, Yes, this is racist to say Chinese coronavirus, full stop. Viruses don't have a race and don't discriminate who it infects. Yes, it's definitely racist. They don't label other viruses with their location origin. It puts a stigma on the virus. It makes it sound like you're blaming a whole race of people or ethnic group for a pandemic. It's exceedingly racist. A virus is a virus. There's no reason to link it to a I'm race gonna do. Ethnicity. I'm going to do a but now. Okay. But can, and, I, can I give the one yeah, sure, response sure. from one of our friends who sure. is Chinese American? Um, definitely racist. One of the initial racist hashtags for the Ebola virus was hashtag Obola, named for Obama and its origin in West Africa. Trump retweeted a lot of these. AIDS and HIV viruses were initially racist related as well. Um, all viruses well, do for not gay people, right? Uh, also for oh, there was, African well, Americans. Wait, there was a huge, HIV though too. Yeah, yeah. Well, H yeah. yes, exactly. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Especially yes. the 80s. The, the, oh, 100%. The 80s it was were, were racist, like it was homophobic, it was many things. Yeah, but um, I'm going to give you a... Yeah, go ahead. No, counterpoint. I'm going to give ahead. you a counterpoint but... Here's the here's the well, only yeah here's the only but that you know and, and and look nobody should be stereotyped people the problem is people sometimes do think 
of you know do think in certain ways so because that i think our brains put think i think our brains are categorizers sometimes but but you know to me the more important point though is to really understand what are the conditions that start these viruses you know and and i don't know whether it's we a, don't know for yeah, sure yeah, it and, hasn't and, been confirmed yeah and and, and 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 look there's this big back and forth and this is another topic which we're talking yeah. about right now there's a big PR campaign going on both in the U.S. and in China, you know, and I'm not sure how this got started first, but there there was a rumor that that the main biological weapons place and for one of the main ones that we know about in China is 90 feet from the market where this where this Senator animal Tom was supposed Cotton to be. Yeah, yeah, and and there was also like an Israeli, you know, evidently an Israeli biological e expert started this, you know, way back and saying that, hey, look, this was a biological weapon gone gone wrong, and that and that one of the reasons that the Iranians got it was the Iranians were working on the weapon with them, you know, has not been confirmed. I mean, this is a conspiracy. Well, theory. well, well, I don't, you know, look, you know. The, the the problem is truthfully in this country ever since the assassination of John F Kennedy and Martin Luther King and Robert Kennedy, we are you know Americans are are are, are, are conspiracy theorists and they're skeptical, which is something we just need to keep in mind. But now the Chinese government now is launching their own PR campaign where they're coming out and saying no no, the first person who brought this to China, the first person who got, had this in China came from the U.S. So the U.S. brought this over. And so now there's this back and forth PR fight, and and they're blaming and, each other. Yeah, and, and, and most of us are just like, you know what? Shut it up! Matter. Stop we're it! All worried. Stop it! We just need to right. The, the big thing we need to do now is contain it. Make sure that it doesn't overwhelm hospitals. It, it doesn't overwhelm hospitals. Uh, but, I mean, it's so bad in Italy. They're literally turning away people based off of their likelihood yeah, to survive if but, they're young or old. Yeah, but but the one thing you know. Well, you know, a couple aspects. If, yeah. if we were to think of, of, of the ideal government response we want for this. Well, do we want to say what, what they said about, you know, what people are saying with each other, with who yeah, they on, think caused the virus? So the U.S. and China really are just blaming each other. One Chinese official claims the U.S. Army brought it to their country. Um, the Chinese Foreign Ministry spokesperson, uh, Zhao Li Jian, asked the U.S. Uh, who patient zero is. I wish is. I could speak Chinese like that. <laughs> no, that's the guy's name. I can't even speak like that. <laughs> Wow. Um, it might be the U.S. Army who brought the epidemic to Wuhan, and they're basically urging for the U.S. to be transparent and make data public because the U.S. owes China an explanation. Um, and then obviously they're saying that um, maybe the U.S. military had the virus shipped to, the, um, to uh, Wuhan. Yeah, we do that, Scientists right? uh, are saying they believe the virus originated in Wuhan. Some other people, like my father uh, and then Senator... Other GOP people, you know, like Senator Tom Cotton says he believes China needs to be held accountable for the virus, that it was lab created in China, or it was biochemical warfare, or in Iran. But I or, guess an issue, you know, though, we have to think about, though, and, and you know, look, we are we trying to blame? No. Are we trying? Feels like it. Well, well, are What's we? Yeah, there's, you know, we're both superpowers, and, and we're fighting, and that's a problem. But the big thing is... You know, the, you know, we need to think, what is the ideal government to handle this? And what is the ideal response? And, and, and if we were to like look at all the governments of the world right now, because this is a pan pandemic, yeah. it's, it's worldwide, you know, what do we require? I, I think we would say that we all agree. We, one, we, we would require transparency. Yeah. Two, and, and transparency means 
being honest with a number of people who have it. Stop the blaming. We're not being open about how many um, about like if people are going to have to pay to get tested or not. Yeah, yeah. Going to need to get tested and and pay for their own treatment out of pocket. Yeah, and 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 look, you know, there was a course. uh, There's a famous book when I was going to college. It was called How to Lie with How to Lie with Statistics. And I think one of the things you know you just President Trump's favorite book. One of the things you have to look at though right now is that. Let's take a you know. Let's look beyond the numbers. So so the the one thing that that people who are who, who are who are looking at, at pandemics, you know, scientists, researchers, MDs, you know, PhDs, you know, governmental people, what they need to look at is they need accurate information as to who has it, where is it, what is the latency period, how how is it spread, and then really what you do. It's almost like a cancer. You have to keep that cancer quarantined. Mm-hmm. And, and our problem right now is we don't really have a treatment for no, this. Well, there is no treatment. And, I, mean, I mean, there's a company in Sorrento Valley, which is very, very close to us. Um, that, well, they may have a vaccine, but the vaccine oh, just. Well, no, it's not. So, yeah, is yeah, a vaccine? Okay. Is that the one that's the vaccine? Yes, yeah, yeah. So they're but claiming. A vaccine is, so a vaccine no, a vaccine is, is, a, is not a cure. A vaccine what? is a protective measure. Yes. So it's not. Uh, if we're saying cure, I would assume that's something that's injected have, into people that are yeah. ill. I don't think we have anything to cure, right? Because it's, it's a virus. Viral. It's not it's bacterial. Viral. Bacterial yeah. is what's treated with antibiotics. The current treatment for people with this is fluids, um, yeah. obviously IV hydration, quarantine, containment. Um, there have been two videos. I think you can find them on CNN or NBC.com sharing people who are currently quarantined and have been diagnosed with the yeah. virus, sharing their kind of protocols. And the, the, the issue that puts you at risk for dying from this and giving you complications is breathing issues, is respiratory issues. And that usually comes on apparently about the second week of the virus. And um, by the time you actually exhibit symptoms, your lung capacity is, uh, I think, less than 50% or something along those lines. And it's it's very dangerous. So if you are experiencing any breathing issues whatsoever, if you are not feeling well, if you have a sore throat, if you know, all these different things, stay home. If you think you're worried about the virus, if you've traveled outside the country, all of these things I urge you to get tested, um, but do not go to just your emergency room or your urgent care nearby. What There's procedures in place to call. There's hotlines that you should be calling in which they will meet you in appropriate hazmat gear yeah. and protective gear and issue a test for you. Um, as of now, it really depends on what you will have to pay for that test, the types of hoops you will have to jump through with your insurance companies to be tested. But I urge you knowing and then containing yourself is, is the best option. Let's just be... be- Let's just break that down again. Yeah. So one, there is no known treatment right now. That's the first thing. And that's what's so scary. The, the, the second thing is, you know, is prevention. Yeah. And the way you prevent it is by not being around people who have it. Self-quarantine, and if, honestly, and, and if then you, washing and, and if you have it, do everybody a favor. Like Harriet said, Stay self-quarantine home. or just, you know, you know, you know, you know, or, or, Officially quarantined. Do not give it to people. And it, I know, and and you know, it just behooves me by, by people who, who would just not care about the health of of their loved ones. Maybe that's not that the right word. No, it is. Benefits you. No, 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 no. It doesn't. I, I don't know. I'm sorry about that word. Uh, <laughs> I have pots. I take the word back. But but then, so 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 the, one way to prevent is not to get. Yeah. I mean, don't yeah. put yourself in a situation where. Wow, that's great advice, guys. Here's the podcast. Here's a way to prevent it. Don't get it. Oh, I, oh my God. Sorry about that. But so watch. No, no, no. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let Keep me going. specify. Keep going. So one way is, you know, so 
prevention. Yeah. One way is, as you know, and, and Harriet's been doing it for all of us, vitamin C and just and, and you know, I know people herbal say remedies no and, and you know, any of this stuff actually yeah. works, and that's fine, and you can believe that, whatever it is that you, yeah. you need, but bolstering your immune system and supporting it with things like zinc and echinacea yeah. and vitamin C, um, glutathione, yeah. ensuring that you have uh, something that you can take as well is NAC. NAC can help to keep your lungs clear. It's an expectorant. Um, people with... Uh, COPD, um, which is a, a lung disorder. And we're not selling any products no, here, no, no, guys. No, 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 just no. so Nothing you know, like I'm just saying, we're not uh, doing anything. We have no relationships to sell no, you not anything. At all. Um, but these we're are not the doing that, that whatsoever. And making my family take, as well as washing your hands literally after touching anything. Don't touch your face. And please stop stealing masks from local doctor offices, doctor's offices, and emergency rooms because the healthcare staff that are on the freaking you know, ground zero lines of all of this, like on the front lines of this, need these masks. And just remember, most of us can go home. The healthcare workers are on the front line. We're they wake up in the morning and they're know, like, I have to go back. When this is all done and over, you know, respect those healthcare workers. We because you're already respecting them, but these people are literally yeah. heroes. Well, because they're, you know, they're working in a situation where we don't know what they're the hell is going on? They're, so they're exposed to so many things. So, and so illnesses. I mean, these people literally are leaving behind their families at home to go and take care of other people's relatives in the yeah. hospital. Day and and day look at that out. Chinese doctor who we talked about on the show <sighs> previously. He tried to warn the Chinese government. They didn't listen to him, and he died. They he locked him it. up. He died. Of he got it, and he died. He had to sign a statement that said he was wrong. I mean, yep. come That's on. That's the kind of government bullshit we're dealing with, and also too. I mean, right now. There's a bunch of YouTube videos going around that have been, um, you know, that are pretty accurate saying the Chinese government's trying to p prevent people in China who were sick with it from making videos and talking to the outside world pretty much about what's China, going on. China, that is the wrong response. Look, there's a fine line sometimes between transparency and getting people really, really worried, you know, that that's I mean, it's not communism. important. communism. Like, yeah. let's... Yeah, so, so, so but that's why this show, that's why this political show, I think, is so important. That's why this, that's why Harriet and I are here during this virus and actually saying to you, it is important to have a government that is transparent, that is honest, that, that, that treats you like you're an adult, but at the same time is reassuring, even in times of misery. Because we need people to look to. Yeah. Think of a... Winston Churchill. Oh. Think of Winston. Think of Franklin D. Roosevelt. Think of Harry Truman. Think of the Dwight D. Eisenhower here. I mean, think of George here. Bush on 9-11. I'm sorry I keep yeah. going back to that. But he was so calm. Rudy Giuliani. I mean, I mean, I mean, these are, and I don't care Obama. what, I don't care what, what party they're from or anything else. These are leaders. And it's at this time that all the training, that all of the backbone, that all the lessons you taught your kids how to behave. It's at this time that those lessons come, you know, come through. Come into play. We need leaders right now to help with this because the truth of the matter is, we don't know where this is going right Leaders now. Leaders don't spend their time blaming other people. Leaders find solutions and they they create results. And 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 let me just mention, you know, you know, I I understand what uh, what uh, Speaker Pelosi is doing, and also with uh, with Senator Schumer. But the one thing that I, you know, I think their speech right after President, you know, that the President's speech, I think, I, I think was a way to bring the nation together. Yeah. I but I think what. But uh, Vice President Biden and I think what uh, Bernie Senator Sanders are doing today, I think is wrong. Yeah. And, and I'll just say that what because specifically? they're coming out and massively attacking the uh, president. I don't think this is the time. But they're calling him out for things that were. Well, but at the same time, they're coming address. out. You know, they're 
their political people are saying you have to show that you're presidential right yeah. now. They're coming out with their own commissions and that. And that's to me, guys, there's a time for politics. But right now, during this phase right now, dudes, President Trump, you know, you know, Vice President Biden, Senator uh, Sanders, turn it off. You've got to be one united voice right now. But you President need to, Trump isn't. But you need to call each other. And you guys, we need to put you on one damn room. And you just need to figure it out. And you need to come back to the American people. And the next time we see the president and we see, you know, you know, uh, Speaker Pelosi and, 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 you know, Senator Schumer and, uh, you know, Vice President Biden and also you know, so Senator here's, Sanders. So here's a tweet that just came in. Just went to Seattle's UW Medical Center to ask how much patients are being charged for a coronavirus test. Okay, at the current time, $100 to $500 with insurance, $1,600 if they don't. Me, I thought the governor had given assurances that the test would be free. ER check-in receptionist, yeah, I've been hearing some crazy stuff. None of that is true. Um, I also stopped by two other medical centers and both assured me that there would be costs, but said no one in the building could offer any further specifics. I also got two free masks. Um, the, the billing department got back to me and said the test now has a CPT code and an estimated cost of 250 without insurance. But you know what, though? And, you know, and, like, ugh. Look, Harry, look, and, you know, I'm not trying to stifle you on that or anything else. And but, 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 guys, you know, the next time we see our government leaders, you need to be all in the same picture. You need to figure it out. And you need to tell us what the national plan is. But I don't disagree with what Bernie Sanders is saying right now or Joe Biden. I think that they're just saying what needs to be said. But, I mean, but, but listen, I mean, we cannot be a nation where if you have money, you get the tests and treatment you need to survive. But if you're working class or poor, you get to the end of the line. That's very morally unacceptable. I don't, I don't look, as somebody who grew up poor, I don't disagree. But guys, to Your me. Your parents couldn't have afforded these oh, tests. Know. But to me, guys, you, what we got to do, you know, leaders, it's now, it's, it, we're calling out for government leaders throughout the United States now to be leaders and to come together on this. Oh, we, I'm sorry, one more thing. Bernie said too, and I think this is amazing. In this economic crisis, we need to place an immediate moratorium on evictions, foreclosures, and utilities being shut off. Because if we really are saying that people who are sick, who work, you know, hourly wage jobs, or um, what do you call it, minimum wage jobs, these people, if they're sick, and we're telling people don't go out and spread stuff, and they need to stay home, they shouldn't be getting evicted. They should well, be able look, to pay their rent. I mean, look, if we're telling people to go home, then, they need to be paid so they then, don't get evicted. Then, you know, you know the, the truth is we just got to figure it out, you know, and we, we, all gotta, we all have to work together. The big thing is don't make promises that are not true. Yeah. And if you say something, make sure it's true. Exactly. And I mean telling people. And, 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 and truthfully, insurers right now, we're watching you. You're disgusting. The truth of the matter is capitalist. We're watching you. Insurance should not be for profit. But, but, but capitalists, one of the good things about capitalism is we have a nonprofit sector. Everybody needs to work together on this because we don't know how long this is going to last. We don't know where this is going to go. We don't know the implications go. financially that are going to be happening in the country economically. I mean, yeah, gas prices are at the best prices they've ever been, but like nobody's going out in public. No one's driving places, you know? So it's just, we really all need to come together. And that's, I think, the most important thing. Stay calm. Take care of each other. Love each other. Self-quarantine. Go play. Look, self-quarantine in the old days meant you, you, were, you were a lazy bum and you stayed home for... Right. But, but look, right now... People with anxiety and slight agoraphobia like myself have been preparing for this my whole <laughs> life. I mean... <laughs> but, but you know what? But, but, but you know, in, in all seriousness right now, do what, do what the government says. Read up on it. Be informed. You know, keep your cool. Get you know, the latest information. You know, the don't don't hoard, but at the same time prepare. And just remember, we're still a community. 
civility should not go out the window. Yeah, and, 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 and you know, and you know, we're gonna be. It's gonna be all right. We're we're gonna get through this. It's going to be Randy all right. President Randy Berhaltz, you know, maybe one day, but you know, <laughs> it is going to be all right. But we need leaders to step up. We need bipartisan efforts right now. We need to get this stuff done. The rhetoric needs to go away because I can't think of a better time absent a war. The truth is, this is a war on something that we don't know how to fight, and the only way we can fight it is to prevent it. And and, and to prevent it, you need to accurately measure it, and that means. Everybody who needs a test should have a test. Yep. And that's just Regardless how it of how is. how much money they have, you know? That's how it should be, 100%. But, yeah, I mean, I don't think there's anything else I need to say. I just think that you guys, you know, be kind to one each other, love each other, and just realize that we are going to get through this. I mean, we've been through 9-11. Yeah. I mean, I know I have. I, I mean, not personally, but you know what I mean? I've lived through it. Yeah. I've seen the country come together after that. And I'm not saying this is akin to, you know, a terrorist attack. And if we you're need a, to come together. And if you're a life scientist person out there, you know, you need to get together, create more vaccine, create more test kits and that, and to be able to get things to the market quicker. If you're, if you're the CDC or the FDA, you need to get things through quicker right now. One of the problems is if you get things through quicker, you know, quicker, there's, there's always a chance that oh, there be there some be issues, issue. I mean, but at the I'm, same time, I'm though, to get a vaccine that's been rushed to market. but at the same time, you know, um, you know, we have to work together on this. We have the expertise to get this done. The truth is, and and maybe this is is where I disagree with the president. This is not as just a national issue. Yes, yes, we have to protect our country, it's but a issue. but we need to work with the WHO. We need to work with every single country. And I'll tell you, China, Iran, Turkey. You know, you need to get your acts together and realize your main job is not to support your elite. Your main job is to support your people. And with countries like Italy, you know what? You got to take this seriously. Well, they are now. You, you know, you know, you know, you know. A lot of your people are, are being affected by this, and people the on the European continent. I mean, look. One of the problems right now is you have a big land mass, and you have a lot of urban people. You know, you know. Uh, but at the same time, uh, you know. You know, the, the, the quarantine probably here is necessary, but, uh, you know, we need to work together on this. Yep. So, so overall, uh, we'll be reporting every couple of days on yeah, this issue. Until I, I mean, out, I mean, I talk mean, about, you know, how much the world has changed in 48, 24, oh my God. 40, I, I mean, 48 hours. Ago. I know my mom and sister were making fun of me for being a little bit paranoid. And now, you know, <laughs> they're stocking up on toilet paper, you know? You know? But, but make sure you guys have enough food for a two-week to month-long quarantine. Don't go crazy. Just buy what you need. Think about other people in this time. Be of service where you can. And just look out for one another. Don't, you know, don't self-isolate to the, to the extent where you're not connecting with other people. Luckily, online allows us to do that. But just check in with your neighbors. Check in with your friends that have anxiety, that have depression, that maybe don't have people looking out for them. Just be good. Be good humans. And I think that's the best advice that we can possibly give you. And that's just not a bipartisan thing. That's a human. It's an American thing. It's a human thing. So be a good person. Go hug your dogs. Uh, so guys, I tell you what, that's all for uh, for us right now. Like we said, we will be we will be podcasting here. I mean, there's not much else time. to do when you're quarantined. Not a hell of a lot else to do when you're quarantined. <laughs> so but. hourly podcast. Start no, I'm kidding. Oh, but, yeah, so. <laughs> but, but yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Please, you know, share be safe. People. Be, be safe. safe and take care out there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bye. All the best. Bye.